history of Oklahoma is about winning championships. Brooks trying to make something happen. He breaks free. Kennedy breaks out. Forget the field goal. Win it with a touchdown. What is up, Sooner Nation? I am Casey Mallon, and you are now in a Sooner state of mind. Make sure you like and subscribe on Apple Podcast and Spotify. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today. And remember to use our promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Sooner state of mind family. What it do? What it do? What I do know is today feels much better than the last two Sundays have. And a big reason why is the Oklahoma Sooners bounce back in a big way. With the misty taste of moonshine and a teardrop in my eye, the Sooners roll the West Virginia Mountaineers 59-20. And this game was only a small piece of what a wacky day of college football it was in the Big 12. But there's much more to talk about with these Sooners before we move on to anything else. So first things first. And for the most part, this game went according to plan. We hit all the things that we wanted to in this game. It kind of rolled out just like we thought. But because I am a weirdo, it was pretty late before I really let go and felt like this game was over. But it was a complete game with fairly low stress levels, and that is just what I needed after the last couple weeks. I'll tell you what. West Virginia struggled where we thought they would. Although I was not digging the way they went right down the field on their eight place, 75 yard, four minute opening drive. Not cool, bro. A nice mix of run and pass finished off with a 13 yard CJ Donaldson touchdown. And overall, CJ was having a pretty good game until he got hurt in the third quarter. At that point, 14 to 79 and a touchdown. Getting over five and a half per carry. Injury looked like an ankle. Hopefully it's nothing major, but losing him was a huge blow to their offense. And when he went out of the game, it was a goal-to-go situation, and they did score two plays later, but those would be the last points they would score. Once he was out, they were done. And we all came running after Jeff Levy with pitchforks and fire. Premature? Hmm? I'm sure some people are still angry, but Levy was in his bag on Saturday night. 
Four touchdowns and a field goal on OU's first five drives. Sooners didn't punt until it was 31-7. And it's not like those scoring drives were short fields. Eight plays, 75 yards, touchdown. 11 plays, 65 yards, touchdown. Six plays, 65 yards, field goal. Nine plays, 46 yards, touchdown. Five plays, 86 yards, touchdown. Now all said and done, almost 400 yards of total offense in the first half alone. On the game, 644 total. Almost 12 yards per play. 8 of 14 on third down. 2 of 2 on fourth down. 221 rushing yards at 5.3 per carry. That is right. That's what this offense could have looked like all the time. Speaking of rushing, Gavin Sawchuck is back. Guess who's back? Gavin Sawchuck. And I'm assuming that dude was just not quite right, or maybe it was getting his timing down in the run game with the O-line. I don't know what it was. But right now the time is right because dude was putting on a show. 22 for 135. That's over six yards of carry. Not only that, but just the way he looked running the ball. He had flashes where he was unstoppable. It was great to finally see Sawchuck have a big game like we've been waiting for. And hopefully that running is here to stay. Be sweet if it was. And I also have to give it up for the offensive line. They were straight bullying Mountaineers on Saturday. Nasty road graders just drive blocking in the run game, pushing dudes seven, ten yards downfield. Now they did have a couple misses, but overall, I just love the nastiness, especially late in the game. And we're going to revisit that in a little bit. The Sooners offense took whatever it wanted versus West Virginia, and it feasted on the big play. Second quarter, DG with a dime to Nick Anderson. And it was that run after catch dude was blazing. 63 yards. And it just made me think we're going to see a lot of Jackson Arnold and Nick Anderson next year, baby. Oh, yeah, it is going to be fun. But for this year, we're seeing Dylan Gabriel. And dude was slinging it. Mm Mm-hmm. I reckon I'll take some of them French fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Seriously, just an incredible performance by Gabriel. 23 at 36, 423, five touchdowns. That by itself would be enough. The DG added 11 carries for 50 yards. And three more rushing touchdowns. Eight touchdowns on the night. A new single game record for the Sooners. Just made me wish we had seen a little more of those DG run plays the last couple of weeks. Think we could have used them. Might have pushed us up over the top. But I would also wish we would have seen more of that passing too. Challenging that defense. Not just doing everything around the line of scrimmage, throwing the ball downfield. 
Oh, I think we could have used that the last couple of weeks, but we used it on Saturday night and it was good. Like I said, not a lot of stuff around the line of scrimmage tonight, taking chances, 5, 10, 15, 20 yards downfield. Regardless, both Dylan Gabriel and Jeff Levy were excellent in this game on Saturday night, and props go to both of those guys. They take more heat than um, most of the people in Sooner Nation, so good on you, bros. First half, touchdown, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, touchdown, punt. Offense scoring on five or six drives. Second half, TD, punt. TD, 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 punt, end of game. Not counting the end of game, they scored on four or six drives in the second half and nine of 12 drives in the game. That is the efficiency that we're talking about. That is the cohesion. It was all working, run and pass. And finishing three of those drives with touchdowns was none other than a player with that Sooner bloodline, a player with OU DNA. And the fact that you know exactly who those words describe without me telling you who it is, because he epitomizes everything you want from a Sooner. That's right. Drake, Emmer, F, and Stoops. Tops his career best last week. 10 for 164 and three touchdowns. And how fitting is it that after dude went viral last week for saying there was still plenty left to play for and that he busts his ass because he loves being a Sooner? I'm paraphrasing, but you get it. But isn't it fitting that he comes out and shows the entire college football watching world by matching his play to those words? You cannot outwork this dude. And that work ethic was on full display Saturday night. Sooner's first possession of the second half. O-line, great in pass protection. Gave DG time. Gave the route time to get open. And it was Stoops with the post corner. Same route as last week, but on the other side of the field. Stoops takes it 60 yards. But for about the last 10 yards or so, he's dragging Mountaineers into the end zone with him. Touch down, baby. Constant effort. Nonstop motor. He just wants it more, and he is willing to outwork you for it. Both of the next two scoring drives for the Sooners ended with Drake Stoops touchdown catches. Three in a row, baby. Come on. And as much as Stoops means to this team... Danny Stutzman might even be more important. And just seeing Stutz in the pregame and knowing that he was going to play gave me a huge sigh of relief and fired me up. And I know it fired the team up. And questioned leader. Dude has every quality as a player and a leader that you could want. Now, he might have had a little hitch in his giddy up, still, you know, a little sore ankle. But Stutz has got that it factor, and it was kicking ass. Danny Stutzman led the team in tackles with eight and in TFLs with two. Oh, baby. And we got to see Stutz and Kip Lewis on the field 
at the same time. And I am telling you right now that if Stutz comes back for another year, that linebacker duo of Stutz and Lewis is going to rip shit up and dominate. Book it now, baby. Man, I hope Stutzman comes back. I also thought Jaron Kanick had a really good game too. You know, got to didn't start last week, kind of got to see things happen. And that obviously had a positive impact on his game because I thought he was lights out. Great hustle plays all over the field, man. Well done, JK. And I'm not JK in. A lot of players flash in this game, though. But when the unit is cohesive like that, that is where the good stuff lives, baby. <sighs> and it was early on in this game, Sooners snuffed out any chance of the Mountaineers climbing back into it. Let me set the scene for you. West Virginia with the first and goal at the OU3. First down, green for two. Now inside the one. Second down, green no gain. Third down, Terry and Co. shut Donaldson down. Fourth and goal inside the one. Put it in reverse, Terry. Put it in reverse. Oh, Lord, Terry. Dejon Terry, Danny Stutzman, Woody Washington, Kip Lewis, Malachi Crunch. Another goal line stand by this defense, and that is what I am talking about. The defense made a lot of big plays in this game. Overall, super solid. Couple missed tackles. Bust here and there. But they were great. Overall, lots of pressure on Green. No sacks. But that pressure forced him into a lot of poor throws. And after 75 on the opening drive... Just 330 yards total for the game. Eight TFLs. The quarterbacks combined 10 of 31. That's 32% people. Two interceptions. Now Green did throw two touchdowns, but he was just too inconsistent. But that was to be expected. That pressure helped all that inconsistency. And the Sooners did a great job of not letting Green get his run game going. Destroyed us with it last year. This year, not so much. He had 10 rushes for 24 yards in this game. 15 of those yards came on one play. So it was really nine rushes for nine yards. That is handling your business. And he could just not consistently beat the Sooners with his arm. Couldn't keep up. Especially with the way the Sooners were cooking on offense. And after West Virginia's opening scoring drive, the 7-0 lead, Sooners went on a 59-14 run. <laughs> Not too bad. A couple things I didn't like about this game. The injury um, to Makari Vickers, it looked pretty bad. I hope that it's not. Haven't seen um, what it is yet, so let's hope for the best there. Also, West Virginia's last drive of the first half. They're sitting with a fourth and nine. And I hated this. 
we only rush two. Two guys and drop everybody out. The pressure is getting to this guy. He's already inconsistent. Let's force the issue with him. They didn't. And he picks up the first and eventually the touchdown. And dude was struggling against the heat, and we gave him a freebie at the end of the half. I didn't like it. And that's about it for what I didn't like from the Sooners. Although, once again, the officiating seemed very sus. Ugh, come on, it happens in every game. Shut your damn mouth. Early on, Sooners up, 14-7, force a punt. West Virginia player blocked Kendall Doby in the back, pushing him into Freeman, causing the fumble. Now, you can push your guy into the returner, but you can't block him in the back. It was blatant. It was right there. No call. More crap from these big 12 officials. And then later in the game, of course, they hit Stoops with the spike after that touchdown where he took defenders into the end zone. I can live with that. But all that nonsense after the Sooners went up 52-20, the dudes, four dudes standing over Dylan Gabriel when he's on the ground taunting. It's like, bro, you're down 32 points and now you want to talk? Really? All right, cool. But you know what? I'll take that penalty on McCade all day, every day. There had been some stuff brewing, getting a little heated out there. He stood up for Stoops, and he stood up for DG. So I got mad respect for McCade. 72, enforcing unity. Unity, my brothers and sisters, unity. I actually love the offensive line play in this game. Ran the ball well. Passed the ball very well. Defense was lights out too. Just a great team game. And for the most part, very clean on both sides of the ball. Great response. They could have tanked, but this team has mental fortitude and toughness. And it was on full display on Saturday night. Sooners not only get the win, they get the kind of win that they needed. This team needed to punish someone, and they did. They punished West Virginia. Sorry, not sorry. It was great to see. Love what these Sooners did. And we're still alive. Some other good games on Saturday. It was number three, Michigan at number Penn State. Michigan wins 24-15. In hindsight, maybe it was a good thing that this game was early because it was boring. A little closer than I thought it was going to be, but Michigan was never in trouble, and it never felt like they were in any danger. I guess the biggest surprise, 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 surprise was Harbs <laughs> getting word while on the plane that he was banned by the Big Ten. You dummies. All it did was galvanize the Wolverines. You helped them get better. Nice punishment. Smooth. Well done. Miami at number four, FSU. Florida State wins 27-20. Miami fought hard and had chances and actually had a lead in the third quarter for about three minutes. But they're just not as good as Florida State. Even on a day when Florida State wasn't their best, or even that good, 
They did enough, though. Still undefeated. Well, I want to see what that Louisville team can do. Might get interesting. Number eight, Utah. Number five, Washington. The Huskies win 35-28. And we talked about the Utah defense needing to step up to help the offense. But it was that Utes offense that put up 28 first-half points. Unfortunately for the Utes, that was the last of the points they would score. <laughs> well, they actually anti-scored. The offense gave up a safety in the second half, so they're actually minus two for the third and fourth quarters. Got to give it up for that Huskies defense, though. Offense, you know, and team doing just enough. And you can get away with that. That's okay when you're still undefeated, which they are. We have a big rematch coming up, though, if it all plays out well. But tough games. Don't want to get too ahead of it. Number 13, Tennessee at number 14, Mizzou. And Missouri skunks the Vols, 36-7. Cody Schrader, sick freak. 35 carries for 205 yards and a touchdown. A five catches for 116 yards. That's a lot of yards. And Mizzou. Gets that dub. Number nine, Ole Miss at number two, Georgia. This was a blowout. Georgia wins 52-17. For a minute, it was 14-14, and then it was 52-17. Georgia, starting to Georgia, people. Kendall Milton, nine rushes, 127 yards, and two touchdowns. Do the math, people. That's 14 yards a carry. And as a team, <laughs> Georgia, 35 carries, 300 yards, and five rushing touchdowns. Maybe they are angry. I mentioned some wackiness in the Big 12. Sooners got some help. Pokes is as Pokes does. That's why they can't have nice things. They get destroyed by UCF, 45-3. Bowman, 19-36, 225 and three interceptions. Where the hell was that last week? Friggin' jerk. Ollie Gordon, 12 for 25. Crazy. Kansas, they go down to Tech, 16-13. Now, Jason Bean got hurt in the first half. Cole Ballard. Struggled, to put it mildly. Devin Neal tried to keep Kansas in it, but could not. Kansas goes down. Tex ass escapes again after almost blowing another 20-point lead again. But they did not. The Bevos hold on to beat TCU 29-26. Although Jonathan Brooks did leave the game with injury. It doesn't sound like it's going to be good. That's a bummer for Texas. But all I know is we are huge Iowa State fans next week. And we will get into all that good stuff in the next few days. With the late night last night and the early morning, got a chance to watch a little NFL before I did the game. Congrats to Baker getting the big dub. Congrats to Kyler Murray. He's back out there. It looked like he never left. 
Arizona gets the big win, although I don't know if they want it. At one and eight, you're moving up there. Draft, capital, whatever. A win is a win, and you get paid to win in the NFL. But good on the Sooners in the NFL. A lot of them doing work over there. Head on over to Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Go to shows. Type in Sooner State of Mind. You are locked, my friends. A ton of great content. Every team, every topic, everywhere. Believe.com. If you want to watch Sooner State of Mind, head on over to YouTube. Search the football dudes. We are there. Go ahead and subscribe, and it'll be delivered right to you. It's easy. Let you off the hook. Sooner State of Mind is brought to you by Bet Online. We live to fight again, people. My name is Casey Mallon, and I am in the Sooner State of Mind.